You're listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. And I just have to say I love technology. This was not the rant I was going to do. I had another rant planned. But but after 20 minutes of technical difficulties, I figured I could bitch about technology for a minute. But now that it's all settled and now that all is at peace with the world, please welcome back to my show, Monique Coco. Now that she's finally with me. I'm with you, finally. Hi. Hi, how are you? I'm pretty good. How are you, Zach? I am good. I'm in here drinking some watermelon mint coolers with some vodka Ooh. and some water, fresh-pressed watermelon juice with some mint. It's really yummy, Monique. I wish you were in studio wow. to enjoy it with me. I will make sure I come up there soon to get one. Yes, yes. And also <laughs> in studio with us, um, he is like... The guy you go to for all things Bravo, right? Uh, right? Mm-hmm. And all things reality mm-hmm. TV. Well, to make fun of them. <laughs> I don't know that I have much info about it. But. <laughs> Please welcome Ronnie Karam. Karam? Yeah. Karam works. Karam? I answer how do you How do you say it? Karam. Karam. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hi. Hi. How are you? So good. I love your studio. This is so cool. You like it? Yeah. You guys have a full studio, nice mics. Thank you. You have, look, someone working and like doing stuff, and, like making it all sound good. The internet works for you. It doesn't work for me. I probably brought that with me. Did you ride in me, here on a way. motorcycle? A scooter. What? A scooter. A scooter? Uh-huh. Yeah, I ride a scooter. Really? I ain't paying for no car. Well, I got a scooter for fun for myself on Christmas and uh, got rid of my car, I think, like a month later. Oh, my God. It makes LA oh so much more fun. Oh, my no Hold traffic. On. So I'm missing watermelon vodka drinks and Ronnie on a scooter. Yes. Yeah, I saw. Well, I think Damn. I saw you when I pulled when my Uber pulled up. I saw. I think I saw you. There was somebody like on a scooter or a motorcycle, and I was like, "Oh, I wonder <laughs> if that's him." I'm like, "I don't think that's him." And then I walked in. Then I see you with your helmet. I'm like, "Oh, that that was him." I was an <laughs> ass when I walked right by him. Well, what are you gonna do? <laughs> well, I'm excited. We also have Jacqueline Larita, who's gonna be calling in to break down the new season of Real Housewives. Did you catch the premiere? Of course, yes. I talked about it for two hours today. On uh, yeah, on your podcast, Watch What Crappens. Yes. Love it. All Can't right, wait. Well, Am I talk. allowed to talk to you when she comes? Or are you going to yeah, be like, no, you can totally, no, 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 no. You could totally jump in and ask her questions. <laughs> oh, I don't know. You might want to muzzle Ronnie. Oh, no, no. no. <laughs> already, he said, do you like her? I said, I love, hate yeah, all of them. Yeah, that was the them. first thing I asked. I'm yeah. like, wait, do you like her? Because if not, then I'm going to cut your mic when she's on. <laughs> I'm just going to start yelling. She's used to it. She's on the loudest Housewives franchise of I know, all time. I love it. Oh, my She's gosh. actually one of like the, uh, she's one of my favorites. I would say. Yeah. She's very sweet. She's very yeah, sweet. I agree. Yeah. But first, so speaking about bitching, first of all, I did Soul Cycle over the weekend <laughs> and my ass has never hurt so much. Like it is so tender from that seat. Like it was like, I feel like somebody was, it was like attempted rape, but like you couldn't make it. And so it was just like beating my ass. And now my ass is just like bruised, not sore, but just like bruised. I think you deserve it. (laughs) Going to soul cycle. I liked it. And I did the hour class, not the 45 minute class. I was like, I'm going to do this. Double hate. Double deserve it. Look, do we really need to reinvent? Hell no. That's not a thing in Dallas. No, I'm not going to soul cycle. Monique, you should come out here and soul cycle with me. 
Uh, all right. So then I can complain about my ass taking a pounding. Yeah, you'll love it. <laughs> you'll be like, I am a bruised warrior. That's what they call you. Or survivors is what they call you. A survivor. A survivor. Like you just made it through cancer. Thanks, <laughs> thanks exercise class that cost me thanks $500 a month. <laughs> but they do, I didn't, like, my instructor was like a DJ and she had like lights going and she was like banging her head. And... I only know it from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. <laughs> they all went to a soul cycling yeah. place and this guy... I'm, yeah, I and it's not like that, that with all the kidding. lights and like the well lit, you know, everyone done in full makeup. It's not like that. Oh, really? Yeah, no. Well, the way you're it's describing like it sounds crazier. It's like really dark, and then mm. they do like flashing lights, and it's pretty crazy. This guy was like, "Go, you can do it!" And he was doing all this like really <laughs> positive stuff. Oh He's yeah, like, it's totally yogi positive. Yeah, all that namaste. He's like jazz handing it. on a bicycle. <laughs> if he only real cars handed. were allowed yeah. in there, run his ass off the bike lane. So I'm loving Soul Cycle, but one thing that I think is like really ridiculous is this Pokemon Go game. And I've been trying to ask people to explain this shit to me. And I'm just like, why are grown adults playing this game looking for Pokemon? Like I did this when I was like eight. You just I went to Soul Cycle. Are you really asking why grown adults are playing this Pokemon game? <laughs> the, the demographic that goes to Soul Cycle and the demo exactly. that does Pokemon Go are way different. You, they're surprisingly similar. I don't know. Why well, have I you read the news? Of like in, what? What's going? I'm on? so sorry. I'm are the they're, worst they're like interrupter. finding dead bodies, right? Yeah, it's like people driving into ditches. Uh, the I mean, top it's... news on Reddit today was someone saying, uh, Dear, the Holocaust Museum is asking Pokemon Go people to stop coming to the Holocaust Museum because I guess, you know, the people are going in there to find their imaginary, you know, blueberry friend or whatever the hell that is. And they're like walking into the Holocaust Museum and trying to catch invisible things. I mean, that's bonkers. <laughs> Did I just say bonkers? Is that a thing? Uh, bonkers is back. You don't play, so you're so. not, you're, neither of you are into the Pokemon Go. I played Do you it this get week. it? Monique, do your kids play it? Like, I would not hate them if they did. I just don't like grown adults doing stupid shit. No. I played it. I played it this weekend with no. my nieces in Austin. And do you like it? Well, I liked it at first because, like, the first little thing popped up that we had to catch. And so we went outside and we looked around and then I found it. They were like, it's right in front of you, Uncle. And so I started jumping up so and how, how I does, caught it. So how I felt does great. it work? Like you find like there are Pokemon like exactly. on your screen and like you use your phone at camera or that's like, like geocaching kind of. Do you know what that is? No, I don't. So that's don't. like a scavenger hunt type thing where they'll you you get a GPS location and you have to go searching for these things and then you win points. Um, it's kind of like that, but I guess like little cartoon things. And so they float along and you follow the GPS until you find it and then. I don't know. In my case, you have to have like some forty-year-old fat bald guy jump up and down until it's in whatever bag is in your phone. And so you're like you actually <laughs> catching, like you're actually catching Pokemon. Like I, yeah, you catch it. I, I'm trust me. I've been asking people about this like all week, trying to wrap my head around like what this is. Like to me, it's like a another version of like Farmville. Remember when that was a thing, Farmville? Yeah. That was the worst. Oh no, because that's when people are like, it's like some girl you never even liked on Facebook from like your kindergarten <laughs> class is like, she's asked you to save her life in Farmville. Oh you know, take these. This one, you actually have to leave your house, which is the painful part for me because after we yeah. found the first part, they were like, okay, uncle, the next one is a mile something <laughs> away. Let's walk. And I was like, F this. It's like 110 <laughs> degrees out here. I'm going home. Oh my God. Well, as much so as- So wait a second. Can I ask a as, question, Ronnie? As, as much as I love to to chat about Pokemon Go and spend a whole hour on why adults are actually playing this game, 
We have, um, I like to refer to her as the realest housewife from New Jersey, and she's here to break down the new season of Real Housewives and um, and give us some tips from her new book. It's called Get It. Please welcome Jacqueline Larita. Hi. Hi, how are you? I'm still trying to listen to your conversation about this Pokemon thing because my son's playing it, running all around my yard. I want to, I want to do it. Just, Isn't it? <laughs> I find it. It's so crazy. Like there are like people running all over the city, like trying to find Pokemon. I know. I want to do it and Snapchat it. So now I'm into Snapchat. <laughs> oh my god, that's I right. That's Snapchat your thing. You're so all good. over Snapchat right now. I love it. <laughs> What's your Snapchat name? It's um, J-A-C-L-A-U-R-I-T-A-R-H-O-N-J. Ah, Jack Larita, R-H-O-N-J for Real Housewives in New Jersey. Yeah, because my other name, I don't know what happened. I made one a long time ago. I don't know what happened. I can't get in the account, so I had to use that one. I did the same exact thing, (laughs) and I couldn't get into my old account, and I had to create a new one, and then I just said that somebody stole my original name, even though I think it was me, and I just forgot my password. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm really bad at that. Yeah, what do you want to know? So, talk to us about the real house. So, I have two of the biggest Bravo enthusiasts in studio with me. Me, I have Ronnie. Hi. And I have Monique. Hi. And they are the biggest Bravo fans. Um, so they ha- we have some questions for you. We want to okay. know what um, what juicy details. We watched the premiere and we want to know what juicy details you can give us about the new season of Real Housewives. Oh God, I can't give too much away, but um, well, I mean, what have you seen so far? So Teresa's, you know, it's very emotional because she comes home from being in prison for a year. So a lot's changed within the year. Um, you know, where I left off with her, you know, at the end of, I think it was fifth season, mm-hmm. we had um, agreed to put everything behind us and move on with the friendship and start over and rebuild it. But then when we stopped filming, um, she had no interest, apparently. <laughs> but <laughs> she did on camera. So I kind of, um, you know, after reaching out to her a few times, I finally, when I had seen her publicly saying she didn't want a friendship and whatever, I that's when I finally pulled away. So I said, all right, you know, I'm not going to fight for a friendship that she doesn't want and now it's done. So I just moved on with my life and everything. And then, I don't know if she caught word, you know, coming back on the show or whatever. And then two weeks before we started filming, I get this surprise letter from Teresa from prison. So yeah, that was a little the text. Odd. Are you talking about the text that she sent you? A little suspicious. Yes. Huh. Well, so. of course she sent it. You guys have to film together. She's like, "Hi, Jacqueline. Yeah, hi. Hi. Yeah. You know the lawyer wrote that too, by the way, right? Yeah, <laughs> I was like trying to figure that out. So then, oh, you don't even send it to me, actually. Mm, there you um, go. The only lawyer on TV to get his own testimonial in the Joe Tells All or whatever. He's like, here's how I feel about everything. Yeah, he canned for it and everything, had his own special. (laughs) He was like all ready for his... Yeah, they're like, but how does the lawyer feel? He's like, well, let me tell you. It's very difficult in cases like this. Yeah, he was loving the camera time. He loved it. Yeah, he's having a blast. So I, I get the letter. Obviously, I'm suspicious. So... I am the type of person, I like genuine friendships. I'm not about TV friendships. I want it real. And, you know, 
listen, Teresa and I, we have a history together. I mean, obviously there's things I find endearing about her. I wouldn't have been friends with her for 13 years prior to falling out, Mm -hmm. you know, so... You know, there's there are things that I love about her. She makes me laugh, and she's very childlike. And she had this thing where I used to always want to protect her. But you know, there's things that frustrate the crap out of me right. with her. And it part of it is like not taking accountability for anything in her life, things that she's done to to cause problems in the friendship. Well, I mean, I think I still think she she thinks she's innocent, even though she went to prison for a year. Yeah, girl, it's <laughs> like listening to Hillary. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, she's the one that pled guilty and, you know, the 41 count, whatever. But, you know, she served her time, you know, she did her time or whatever. But come out, take accountability, be remorseful, and, and it's fine. You screw up, whatever. Like, if you, people tend to forgive and, and move on from right. stuff. But it's, it's, it's not just with that, it's just with everything in her life she it's like she's always the victim and everyone else is always to blame and she'll do things in the friendship and then, but she won't remember any of the things she does. She only remembers what you do. Yeah. And that's very frustrating. Well, can I ask you a and, question? Yeah. Um, the, I love this show. I mean, I watch, I talk about it a lot. <laughs> uh, so I still remember the scene where it kind of went south with you when you were sitting with Caroline outside and Caroline was huh. over it. I mean, at this point, Carol was like, fuck it, you know. Well, so yeah. during that during that scene, it seems like I know that the fights are sometimes you're fighting about things that are happening off camera and you're like trying right. to like mold yeah. them into whatever you can fight about on camera. But right. that came off to me as she got mad because you were trying to force her to talk about no. her issues on camera when she was trying to pretend that she wasn't going to go to jail and she wasn't going to do this. And you no. were forcing the issue. It seemed like that's no. why she was mad. No. What happened was she was already mad at me before that. She was being really nasty to me behind the scenes because she was mad that I was being friendly with Melissa and Kathy because when they came on the show, she wanted me to go against them because it was hard for her to because it was her family. But I kept trying to tell her, just fake it till you make it, just try to get along with them. It's better than having to fight with them on camera and have this whole thing. Like, just try to, like, you know, try to to get through it or whatever and, and don't expect me to fight with your family because then you guys are going to make up. I'm going to be the asshole and, you know, I don't want that. Just let's just uh, all try to get along and film together and whatever. And she would get mad at me behind the scenes. And that's when she started pulling away from me. Now, the stuff on the deck, she had already filmed with her. She's the one that brought all her legal issues on camera because she filmed filing her fraudulent bankruptcy with her attorney on camera. So she made it the storyline. Yeah. Then... What oh, she would no. do is she was selling all of her stories to the press, to the tabloids constantly. Like, some would be true, some wouldn't be true. And it became like an inside joke with all of us because she told me she was doing it to make money. And so, you know, at first, you remember how she denied it on the deck. She was like, I, mm-hmm. I wasn't doing it to make money. I'm like, that's not what you said. But then she later admitted to, yes, I was doing it to make money. And no one had a problem with her doing articles on herself. I didn't understand why she would do that to her family because some of them are pretty bad. But if it made her money, fine, whatever. It's still, you know, her thing. But what everybody was getting mad about it was when she would do these articles, she was putting things in there about the rest of the cast that were not nice, you know. So yeah. she would 
And that's what everybody was so mad about. And we had already talked about one of her articles on camera because she posed with a fake dog on the cover with her kids. Mm. And, you know, and actually her fake dog. I forgot about that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And the wedding renewal and the whole thing. But she did all this knowing what the articles were going to be about, but she was still just doing it to make money. So she was doing all these covers, but she was throwing things, everyone else under the bus with her. And that's what everybody was getting mad at her uh, for. Okay. And we had already talked to her about it off camera. When Teresa came over on the deck, I made it very clear to the producers, I want to talk to her alone because I didn't want anyone else in the scene. I wanted it to be about me and her, and I wanted to be like, what is going on with you? And I honestly, it yeah. wasn't even going to be about, I mean, I knew she was doing a bunch of articles because she told me, but some of them were true and some weren't. So I didn't know if it was another ridiculous article that was silly if she was going to tell me it was real, if she was going to be like, oh, God, stop. Like, you yeah. know, because like, there were yeah. so many. And her reaction was a little, out. her reaction was a little dramatic. It, it had already been uh, on the show. Like, she already knew, like, we talked about the other article on camera, but she was putting it out. If she's going to put this out and make it out there, it becomes part of your storyline because that's what's going on in the world around us. So, yeah. The producers are the one who actually took the magazine in front of me, and I was like, what is this? I'm like, this is another <laughs> one of her silly things. Like, yeah. why is she so funny? So really, all she had to do was look at it and be like, oh, God, stop. Like, it's just a stupid yeah. article, and we would have moved on from it. Oh, but, she went crazy. I loved it, and I loved that they showed that in the premiere, where she was yeah. like, okay, Jacqueline, okay, and then it just became, <laughs> like, when she gets crazy yeah. eyes. So funny. Her and, I, her and I were actually on that deck, four or five hours before Caroline ever came. We were out there talking oh, wow. for like four or five hours. Then producers, because it wasn't going anywhere, it was just sort of like it calmed down or whatever. So producers called Caroline to come over to stop by. So she ended up stopping by the house, and I didn't know she was coming, and I was like, I was just as surprised as Teresa. But, you know, while Caroline was there, she's like, you know what? So she asked her, you know, why you bring up me in this stuff? Because there was stuff said about Caroline in the magazine. So that's mm-hmm. why she was asking her about it. And and what we were saying in that moment, I remember I was like, Teresa, it, it's fine. Like, all you had to do was pick up the phone and call Caroline and say, listen, I did this article to make some money. But listen, they asked me this about you. I said that I'm just warning you. This is going to come out, blah, blah, blah. No warning, nothing. You know, you're oh, my God. Caroline almost time. shot her in that scene. And then when, <laughs> when it ended and Caroline was so – she had been pissed that whole season. But when that scene ended and Caroline went, nice purse. It's like, oh, well, it was snap. ridiculous, like – because we were all sitting around one time with Caroline and Teresa was over, and she goes, I'm thinking about doing an article that I'm cheating on Joe. And I'm like, why would you do that? And she goes, Whoa. because there's an article, like, he's cheating on me. So, like, I should say I'm cheating on him. Isn't that funny? Well, like, I'm like, no, it's not funny. <laughs> That's like, hilarious, right? That's I so mean, awkward. <laughs> it's, like, not only not hilarious, but you're also not ever going to make Joe jealous with that. Like, ever. <laughs> like, so whatever your motivation, just stop, girl. So the whole thing was ridiculous, and it, she really wasn't. Is that got blown up to be like she was really mad about that when she's the one who was putting the articles out in the press in the first place? But it was more about she had already was mad at me because she felt like, like she told me that I wasn't a loyal friend, I wasn't a good friend because I was still like you know friendly. I ended up liking her family, and and 
you know, they're my coworkers, and right. I also, they were all so nice to me. I can't just, like, out of the blue just start hating on somebody. Like, I can't do that. Well, she did try and take your advice at the very first scene with Melissa at that, uh, with Melissa <laughs> and Joe at that christening. She's like, hi, brother. She yeah. was, like, trying to hug them. <laughs> yeah. She was trying to be so nice, and they just oh, lost the it. The problem with that was <laughs> I told her before we started filming to call her brother and solve it then. She can't do it on camera. She's got to do it before she starts filming. Yeah. She refused to be the one to call her brother to, to do that. She refused. I said, you should call him before you start filming. You don't want to go into filming because, you know, you don't know how they're going to react. You know, they might not go with the flow, you know. So yeah. that's what pissed off Joe is because he's like, you've been treating us like shit. You, you badmouth us every chance you get. You do this. You do that. Then you come on camera and try to act like we're one big happy family. No. <laughs> And they called her on it. Yeah, that was a big season of calling her, you know, calling her out on her BS. And she she didn't like that. Oh, my God. Calling her on it. I think they threw a crucifix (laughs) at a baby. Oh, my God. That that episode was nuts. Do it beforehand. I'm like, do it before. So, So with the new season, is there any resolution to the friendship? Well, you'll see it um, kind of. It's like off and on like we always are. Um, you know, you've seen us fight, you've seen us hug, you see, there, there's actually a real, like, chemistry, especially, you know, even, who's coming in my house? Someone's coming in here. <laughs> um, so I'm just looking out the window. Someone's pulling in the driveway. Um, but um, there's a real chemistry between us. Like, when, when things are good with us, it's good. Like, we're, we both, like, click in a way, like, we're... We're funny together. We enjoy, you know, like we laugh a lot. Mm-hmm. So there's, when things are good, they're really good. But when they're bad, they're like, you know, and she says some pretty ugly things to me this season. But at the same time, I don't take it coming from her. I really don't take it that personally because it's like a hot temper. And I'm the same way. Right. Oh, my so, God. You're you, you know, are you, a girl. Like you're so <laughs> nice. like talking to you. Your voice is so nice. But. Man, watching you, when you go crazy over the years, like, you're still one of the best Twitter accounts to watch. I'm like, girl, I can't w- open a bottle of wine and just let Jacqueline get pissed at somebody. It's so good yeah. every time. You know what that, that's about? This is how real I keep it. Because the way I am, and, and I'm impulsive, but if I'm feeling a certain way, I wear my heart on my sleeve. I will tell you exactly how I'm feeling, what I'm feeling. I don't care who hears it. I don't, I'll just say it. Yeah. Or those girls, they'll be sneaky. They still do it, but they call the tabloids and do it in a sneaky way. Where I'm like flat out, I'll just say it myself. <laughs> like I don't care to hide. Yeah, it, yeah. you, you know? keep. Yeah, you keep it real. And for the most I part, it's it it's rarely. But they're doing the same thing, but yeah. in a really dirty way. They and do it like behind the scenes, where I'm just like, hello, like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and you react. Yeah, you do it yeah. in a way. You never do it unprovoked. It's not like you just right. go crazy on them. Like they always. Right. They always have a little trick up their yeah. sleeve to make themselves yes. look good There's on camera. There's always something going on behind the scenes. There's something they're doing. Like I have a friend that runs a blog, and um, and I I, I met him through he he ordered um, BLK for his wedding, and that's actually how I met him. And and when he was picking up the water, we were talking, and he was telling me how he talks to the girls on the cast, and and he talks to like every all the housewives. Is his name and, Tom by any chance? No, no, but oh. Talking about no, no, I, no, I know him, but I've never, I've never talked to him about that kind of stuff. I like that's, I know who he is. He's yeah, he'll get you in some real trouble. That one. He's at all the events and stuff like that. He's actually a really nice guy, but I don't talk to him about the personal show stuff. 
But the other guy I do, it's um, Real Mr. Housewife. His name oh, is yeah. Real Mr. Housewife. So he's always telling me how, like, certain cast members call him up and they'll be like, make sure you say this and make sure you say that. I'm just mm-hmm. like, that's so nasty. <laughs> yeah, and there's so much behind-the-scenes mechanics going there's on. so much, like, you know, I have friends that, like, you know, work as, you know, in PR and whatever, and they're like, yeah, you know who gave them that article, you know? So I always end up hearing, like, you know, who's doing it, but yeah. it's just, it's annoying because um, the way I, you know, like, I'll do it if I'm on a carpet or, like, if we're an event or, you know, lately we've been doing press for Bravo, you know, to hype up the show and everything else, like, just, you know, for promotion of the show so you know they'll ask us questions and i answer them and but i won't go out of my way to call them and and try to be sneaky if i say something you're gonna see of my name next to it jacqueline said quote and i say a source close to jacqueline who is jacqueline (laughs) said that's not my style yeah i will just say it i don't care because if i say it i own it and that's it like i'm not hiding behind it's rad that they brought you guys. This season, they're really saving that show's butts because last year was yeah, so bad. Yeah, the last season was really bad, and the casting they wasn't. Pretending that never happened. Apparently, I know. They're like, look, it's Jacqueline. You're like, yeah, remember that fire? I was like, what? You guys just going to pretend you fired Jacqueline last time? And you're you like back with full force. And I love that they brought I, I was friends. They brought real I, yeah, friends. They brought re- I, and I really yeah. like, I think I got, I briefly got to meet Siggy and Dolores. I think first at the at the Night of Hope event, and then at the um, at the the Little Colonel uh, launch yeah. in New Jersey, and they're yeah, both they're... really sweet, and they were really good. They were both very supportive of Generation uh-huh. Rescue. When yeah, she's like, amazing. "We were sitting around on Jacqueline's porch eating cupcakes or donuts <laughs> or whatever," I was like, "Yes, that's right. That's what it's about." I yeah, love I it. Was never fired from the show, by the way. Oh, I I'm so sorry. I used the word fired. I just, I yeah, just was mouthing was like, to them. I said fired. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I'm a fan. Like I get yeah. my news. Blame Mr. Housewife. No, I, I, I tried to get off for <laughs> for a long time, and my contract prevented me from doing that. Why? When, Why would my, you get off? Because it was just so stressful and annoying, and it was at a time, you know, my son was diagnosed. I, I was doing other important things, and I was yeah. stressed about it. And I'm like, why am I in this toxic environment? You know, I've been doing it for so many years, and I just was done. But, you know, I said I would do it part-time. And and so during that time that I did part-time on, on um, The Housewives on season six, I also did two seasons part-time of Manzo with Children. So I was still kind of working for them, but, you know, just on a on a happier show you know that wasn't as toxic yeah a little more lighthearted and less about the drama and and you know while i did other things but um you know when they you know asked me to come back for they wanted me full-time for seven seasons so we did a little negotiating and i was happy very happy well you came ready to kick somebody's ass this year i can't wait to see whose it is you're raring to go you can tell from episode one. I cannot wait. I was like, yeah. Jacqueline came out fighting this time. I can't <laughs> wait to see who you go for. I told Monique, because I'm friends with Monique in real life, and I was like, you know she coming for somebody. I can't wait to see who she cuts. <laughs> I know. It's... it's not like I came in after anybody. I'm just done with disingenuous. 
But also bolder, you know, like you're more confident in who you are. You come and you're not you're not going to be pushed around. And I think, I mean, from my impression, Teresa is the type that's like, I run this show. I, you know, I'm the star. I'm going to push around whoever I want to push around. And I like she is the star of the show. I mean, we wouldn't have the show if it wasn't for Teresa. There is nobody like Teresa out there. She's amazing TV. Like, I would never (laughs) want her off the show. Like, I think she's amazing TV. I, Only I girl to come her. out of prison with a blowout, a dye job, and a facelift. <laughs> right. I don't know how she did it. She's but. funny. She's funny. She is. Like, her whole, like, I love watching her scene. She's, like, my favorite character on the show. She really is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, um, but, you know, um, yeah. on a personal level, you know, she frustrates me because just how she is sometimes. But, you know, it doesn't mean that I... I'm not empathetic or, or compassionate to what she goes through. I, I, my emotions are all over the place because in one second I can look at her family because I know them and I know the kids and it breaks my heart when I see what the kids are going through and, and being without their mom and just being a mom myself and, and that feeling of, oh, my God, she's away from her kids. I could Oh, my God, my those body. kids are going to be the next. What was that lady's name who uh, raised apes or gorillas <laughs> that Sigourney Weaver played? What is that? Yeah, Jane Goodall. Those kids are going to all be oh Jane Goodalls because they had to raise Joe for a year. Oh, oh my, my God. <laughs> Melania shaving Joe's back oh is my, my God. favorite. That is like, so bad. She's hysterical. Melania, she's given Melania's hilarious. She's actually the sweetest kid, like such a good heart. Love she her. She craves attention a lot. But she's hysterical, and she—I yeah. feel like she hands it up, like she knows the game. She's smart. Oh, like she, she loves she the, cameras the cameras and totally yeah, plays it. Girl, up. she heard she's paparazzi, amazing. and her ass was out there in two seconds. <laughs> that <laughs> is a Judas right there. Hysterical. They're, they know, I like, love they it. could be running around like crazy, and she could be pose for a picture, and they all stand. And pose. <laughs> <laughs> this is hysterical. I love it. I cannot wait to see what's to come on the new season of Housewives. And Jacqueline, you also just uh, you just released your book, Get It. Yeah. Get so, it. what tips do you I have for some of our? What tips do you have for some of our listeners? What are your top three tips, <laughs> real quick? Top three tips. Yeah, well, from your book. Basically, in life, like I mean, God, there's so many because there's beauty, there's everything. So, I mean, basically, in life, like if if there's something you want. You, you have to take action and get it. You have to be able to visualize it first. If you can't right. visualize what you want, you're not going to know the steps on how to get there. You're, you're never going to get there. So I always say, like, to visualize what you want, make a vision board, like, really plan out, like, what you're trying to do with yourself. Yeah. And then it's funny because I talk in the book about controlling emotions, which we don't, we do the opposite on the show. Because that, <laughs> I was going to say, LOL. Myself, yeah, if I controlled myself on the show, <laughs> that would be so boring, wouldn't it? Yeah, so, <laughs> don't control yourself. Yeah, don't control, because that's one of the things I learned from being on the show is in the beginning, I never wanted to say anything that would hurt anybody's feelings. I never wanted to do that. But then after you're on this season for a while, you learn to, like, whatever you're thinking, just say it. You're you're yeah. taught to kind of, like, say whatever you're thinking so the viewers know what you're say thinking. Say it and own it. Yeah, I like yeah, that. Yeah, and, and own it, exactly. So anyway, so there's that. And then just doing things every day that make you happy and making a happy list. Of, oh, of things that. That, that make you ha- like it could be little things like bubble baths or t- go take a walk or hike, whatever it is. Like Bagels. make a list of all the things. That <laughs> Bagels. Mm, the, good wife. the good wife. The good wife. Vodka. Exactly. You've been drinking. Vodka. Oh, yeah. I'm getting drunker and drunker. It's the evolution of the drunk right in your studio. Oh, my God. I love Thank it. You. Look good while you're doing it. There's a million beauty and hair and style tips in there and whatever. Uh-huh. So 
health, fitness, it's got it all. It's, it's really for, a, you know, it's a girly girl book, and it's, yeah. it's, it's cute. It's fun, you know, and, it, and I got to use, you know, a lot of the notes I've had over the years, and I actually had to condense it a lot because I would write 7,000 words a chapter, and I had to cut it down to two. So Does anybody get murdered in it? <laughs> no, no, no. But the other book that Chris and I are writing on Defy Expectations, that's a little more behind the scenes, things that have been going on, you know. About your journey with Nick, right? Yeah, journey with Nick, right before Nick, Nick, and, you know, throughout. I and love it's that. more personal and more deep, and then, and that's, um, you know, you'll learn things that maybe didn't make air on camera. You know, because when we film, I'm, I'm a very open book, but... 20% of what we film actually makes it to air. 80% yeah. ends up cut out, you know? So Ooh, so that sounds that sounds exciting. Yeah. And and that I'm definitely looking forward to as well. And I just wanted to say thank you so much Jacqueline for calling in. I can't wait to watch the new yeah, season of Housewives every love the new Sunday love on I Bravo. I love them. I, I had a facelift. <laughs> I know she's hysterical. <laughs> So Real Housewives of New Jersey every Sunday on Bravo and Get It is on sale now. And Jacqueline, if there was one resource, I, I'm, I'm not going to put words in your mouth, but if there was one resource for, for autism that families should go to, what would you say it is? Oh, well, the first one that we reached out to that was really hands-on with us was Generation Rescue. Generation Rescue. And that's generationrescue.org, right? Right, generationrescue.org. Yeah. They're very helpful with yes. families. They do a lot for our families in the community. There's so many, there's so many out there, but um, you know, that I always mention them because they were the first ones that really were hands on with us and helped our families so much and and continue to help us. So you know, I have to give them a shout out. Yeah, and and we love being able to watch your journey on Housewives. And thank you so much for for being so open and and speaking about it and sharing your story. No problem. Call me off camera here and I'll say more. Yeah. Oh, you know I'm going to. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thanks so much, Jacqueline. See you later. Bye. Wow, where did the time go? Is it over? It's over. That's all y'all have to do? Yeah, Ronnie. Oh my god, this is my dream. Where does everybody need to go and follow you? (laughs) <laughs> um, well, podcasts are Watch What Crappin's All About Bravo, Rose Pricks, All About The Bachelor, Bachelorette, What's and Big your Twitter Brother Smother. What's your Twitter My handle? My Twitter handle is at Ronnie Karam, K-A-R-A-M-I. And Monique, you're at? I'm at SurferWife. At SurferWife. And Love be you, sure Monique. to follow Love Jacqueline you. at Jack Larita on Twitter and, and Jack Larita R-H- O-N-J on Snapchat because she's snapping it. And don't forget to follow me at Just Plain Zach across all social media platforms. And don't forget to subscribe and listen to Hashtag No Filter every Wednesday on iTunes. I'll be back next week and it's gonna be it's gonna be great. Bye.